Jack Devnarain is chairman of the South African Guild Actors. Jack, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. It's a pleasure to be back on your show, Cathy. Thank you. I think if one is to uh, understand the extent to which this bill is a thorny or a contentious issue, we just have to look at the fact that even the amendments themselves uh, are, are currently under question, not being finalized, being sent uh, back to Parliament. And it's unclear exactly uh, where in the process we are with this amendment bill. I'm coming into the whole world of parliamentary process uh, as well, for the first time, this is quite an eye-opener for me. As uh, as highly regulated as that process is, I think it's far more confusing to try to understand the thinking of the various committees that have to apply their minds. Because um, at the time that the, the bills were sent to President Ramaphosa, and at the time, you'd remember that they sat on his desk for 15 months before Blind SA compelled him to take the action that he was mandated to take. Um, when the bills returned and he remitted the bills to the portfolio committee, the issues that were under question originally then changed. And in fact, the committee itself had changed because we were under a Ramaphosa administration. So there have been so many changes that the issues themselves keep changing. And we've got to try and keep track of all these things mm-hmm. and focusing Parliament on where they actually need to focus on the most vulnerable people in the sector. What is the impact of this bill not being finalized, not being resolved, especially for your members? Let's give you an idea, a perspective of the times involved. You're talking about two pieces of legislation, the Performers Protection Act, which is from 1967, the Copyright Act from 1978. Here we are in 2022 still debating how we should change them. Should the the bills pass and both the National Assembly and the NCOP sign off for the bills, it becomes law. We then trigger a process that will take us into drafting regulations on the bills, which will easily extend into another three or four, five years. So in that time, the prejudice that vulnerable people like uh, performers have to endure in trying to secure an income, in trying to get a residual income from the continued exploitation of their work, means that we just keep going on indefinitely with no reassurance from either government or our legislature that these pressing and urgent issues are being taken with any seriousness. How does this prejudice that you talk about manifest itself, Jack? This is how we say, you know, when, when we remember some of our most loved performers, who recently passed, whether it was related to COVID or for other health reasons. Um, The difference would have been that some of them would have actually been able to afford the health care that they needed to keep them alive today. It literally means that some of these performers who have been active and productive for over 40 years in the industry would have had some kind of residual income to secure a legacy for themselves that they would be able to... um, retire possibly and maintain some standard of living so that they would be able to eat and to to continue to work to to guide and to mentor uh, people coming into the industry they literally don't have that even though their work has uh, you know continues to be seen and viewed downloaded and streamed around the world mm. 
Mm. And part of what this shows again is the inability to be flexible enough to move with the times. So uh, the way in which technology is changing issues around copyright by the time that we have this legislation, one of the concerns that, that, that I must raise, and you, you can weigh in here, is whether or not it will not be out of date for where the world will be in five, ten years' time. That is exactly a concern of mine. We share that because, um, firstly, if you look at musicians in South Africa, musicians have had the right to earn royalties for probably about 50 years, if not more. South African actors are nowhere close to that. Well, we are as close as the bulls are. So uh, that's to say we, we still don't have the royalty rights, even though our counterparts around the world earn royalties for their work. And it's a great concern, as you say, that as technology improves, this is exactly what the bulls intended to do. They intended to take into account that we were coming out of an era of VHS and VCR, we went into DVD, then we went into the internet and the world of streaming. So the ways in which we create and consume audiovisual content is growing exponentially. And South Africa is sitting as an anomaly compared to the rest of the world, while in fact Africa is moving on. Um, and the pace of development in terms of building the kind of regulatory and statutory structures we need to protect the rights, the earning rights, the working rights of creatives, mm. those are all being taken care of. But in South Africa, we are still stuck on, well, you know, we, we, need to, we, we need to follow parliamentary process in order to look at this and look at that. And it doesn't fill me with great confidence. The world is leaving us behind. Jack, would you say that there are temporary measures or temporary interventions that can be put in place while this legislation is being worked on and finalized? Because ultimately, if if we're to look at the perspective of the kind of impact that this has on the ability of actors, like you're saying, to be able to secure an income for themselves, to be able to really enjoy the full benefit of work that they have done or work that they have contributed to, um, then something needs to change. Exactly. And I, I would love to be able to take a leaf out of the book from Blind SA, whose rights are also um, intrinsically positioned in the Copyright Amendment Bill, you'd find that um, blind people in South Africa may not transcribe books into Braille without violating copyright law. Um, they are, they're unable to import uh, Braille books if those titles are already found in the country where the publisher is bringing them in, but they are unable to have a parallel import. And this is devastating to blind people because it's created a book famine for them. And what they've done is... They took the matter to the High Court and said there are provisions within the current Copyright Act that are a violation of their constitutional rights as people with disabilities and as blind people. The court agreed with them. So Blindness Day is heading to the Constitutional Court in May, and I'll be there to show my support to them as well, because mm. um, they are speaking directly to the issue. There is a prejudice to the people, uh, to people with disabilities and blind people, and that's because our law has failed to keep pace with technology and the pace of reform uh, in our laws 
are taking so long that the prejudice continues. So I think they had an, an exceptionally brave move, and it's something I fully endorse. Jack Devnerain, chairman of the South African Guild Actors, will certainly keep in touch uh, to find out what the developments on that front are. But as you can hear, things have been moving very, very slowly. It doesn't help that that bill sat on the president's time for the longest time uh, without being signed and only for it to be sent back to Parliament. It's 11 o'clock. Luanda Maume is standing by with the latest update.